Welcome back to Sober Times with me, your host, Brandon, with something akin to the most. I don't know. We'll try that. <laughs> we'll go with that. And today's guests are... What's up, guys? Jonathan. Glad to be back here again. Thanks for having me. Well, first time on the pod. Finally inviting me over. Took you a while. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just going to stay silent. Yeah, Live in the stay. flesh. Let's go. Alright, yeah, for those of you who couldn't hear that through the laughter, his name is Mohammed. That's right. Yeah, there was mad shade in that one, I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we'll go straight into it. Oh, before I say before we go straight into it, this is the last one of the season. So yeah, if you haven't listened to any of the previous ones, I don't know why you're here. Go back, listen to all the other ones, come back and then listen to this one because it all kind of links in. So exactly. if you haven't heard the previous ones, you're not really going to understand this one. Although it stands alone, it will still be good. I'll prefer it if you listen to the previous episodes too. Thank you. Now, carrying on from what I've just said, how's your week been, Mohammed? My week, uh, it's been alright, man. Slow burner. Slow week. Well, nothing to do at the moment, so just home, gym, sleep, eat. So it's kind of, it's kind of slow burners at the moment. Yeah, but what happened to you that is the reason why it's become a slow burner? What's the good news on your end? Say it loud and proud. Say it with your chest. Finally got my master's. In? in oh, physician associate studies. Hey! hey. Yeah, congrats, Two congrats. Years of hard work. Thank you, thank you. So all that uni is over now. For so now. Man, now, forever. <laughs> <laughs> forever. <laughs> you, you ain't catching me doing a PhD ever. So Oh my god. All that uni stuff is done for now, man. Well forever. So, yeah. <laughs> Congrats, man. Thank you. So now yeah, man is ready on the job market. Any of you out there wanna hire me, shout me. Jeez, that plug. Hey, it's nice, it's good. Um, have you been watching anything interesting? Watching anything interesting this week? Uh, not really. I've not really been watching much as of late. What have you been doing? You've been working out and I saw you at the working gym today. Out. Oh, actually, I caught up One Piece oh, anime. Okay. I was like 100 episodes behind. I need to catch up. So right. I'm currently, <coughs> <on> the, <laughs> I'm currently <laughs> on the latest. But of course, I have to rep the one piece gang man it's okay. a sick anime so finally caught up on that i'm looking for something to watch as well at the moment so okay i'm up for suggestions all right and jim how's jim going jim is going great man yeah, yeah. how's the food aspect of it food aspect not good i just finished <laughs> like a tub of chocolate on my way man wow so, on my way <laughs> Well, That's why it was so long. It took me so long to get here. I was having this chocolate since like 3 p.m. I was in Brixton, ate some, and I, it's been in my pocket, you know, when it's just there. And you yeah. Keep yummy, small, small. <laughs> so, yeah. Alright. What about you, dude? How's your week? My week's been chill. I was with a different set of kids that I'm not usually with. Well, yeah. And they're very chill, so I was pretty much relaxed. I've just been trying to get up to date with everything, like obviously podcasting, recording, uh, going to the gym, 
you know, try trying to catch try to get back Slacking. into a natural routine. Hey, no, nah, I'm 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 I'll cool up for this week. Go yeah. try it. T- yeah. Tell them how tell long them your how. <laughs> <laughs> let them know how long your workout was today. I, four hours in the gym, but you know what? It was worth it. It was in the morning. I started at nine, finished at about twelve thirty. Yeah. You know, by the time I got or one one of those times, I don't know. So price went still there now. <laughs> Kim saw you left and you're still going. I was like, fam. Yeah, man, Mad I felt man. I felt great after that. I was thinking about taking a, a gym selfie like Leonard does. Me like, yeah. well, man, you know what? <laughs> that that's 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 all Leonard. He can keep that. You should have <laughs> taken a video of you walking up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> no one has to see that. <laughs> no one needs to see that. And then you've got, you know, gym maniac over here, who's been working out like what five days a week. Train, train, train. Psychopath. But it's been a mix of gym and Muay Thai, so yeah. See, people that you It's good gen- genetically, you're you're either gifted or you're damaged because the pain you must feel. <laughs> uh, the way I've been tired some days, man, but I'm trying to get back back up to being able to do twelve workouts in six days, then rest three days, then do it again. That mm. Goku training man. Get those gains back for summer. Workouts twice a day. Yeah, so like um, gym, like weight training in the mornings and then Muay Thai in the evenings. Uh, I, I need to do something like that, but with running, I need to start incorporating. Hey, we're we'll back. We'll, it, it's sessions. The sun's coming out. We're gonna start running again. Don't worry sun's about that. Out. But it's Ramadan soon, though. You won't catch me running <laughs> <laughs> in two weeks' I'm time. <laughs> yeah, soonish. Two, two to. Three weeks time, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, it's. Oh, I think it's pretty so much throughout April, isn't it? You ain't catching me nowhere on the roads, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But we can do a couple test runs before then. I'm off for it anyway. Okay. What about the current situation? Everyone's, you know, talking about. We all know about it. Ukraine and Russia. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're laughing like it's a joke but no it's not a joke it's, it's not funny water, but i'm trying to tune out of it a bit you know i think it's becoming a bit too much personally really well, yeah because every time now you know your full notifications it's quickly bbc news oh this year has happened that year has happened but Next it's interesting time, how quickly that's happened but when it's palestine and gaza we don't really talk about that. Well, I mean, that is still going on. Yeah, it's not like those it's conflicts news. are finished. Yeah. There's a lot of different conflicts going on as well. But I guess this is the topical one at the moment. Yeah, because it's in Europe. So it's too close for comfort. <laughs> Way too close for comfort. Too close. Yeah, it's interesting the position people have of like um, people who are refugees as well. And then the people, when people were refugees coming from like Palestine and other places, yeah, keep going. You had like, um, I can't remember what her name is, but that politician lady that was saying, like, uh, well, Pretty Patel, yeah, oh. <laughs> I can't like dislike her with a passion, man. Like, yeah. considering like her background and how her parents would have been refugees or immigrants as well, like, her stance is just weird for me. Like, I just can't respect her. It's the hypocrisy for me, man. exactly. Fair enough, fair yeah, enough. I, I get it. Top to down. But they got to do what they got to do. And we got to do what we got to do as well. It's true. It's yeah. quite interesting though, because 
we're all quite liberal. I think that's the next thing I want to do at some point is try and get a few more different political, well, just different people with different political stances on topics because we are all quite liberal, I would say. Although our, our ideology varies slightly between us, us, sorry, I do think that our general thought process when it comes to a lot of this sort of stuff is quite similar. Maybe it's because of our ethnic backgrounds or, you know, whatever. But it, it would be quite interesting to get more of a, I guess, conservative point of view okay. on a lot of this stuff, just to see what UK. people would say. Pardon? UK, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should mean... find of Harad. You have that <laughs> <laughs> have, you found, have you seen him recently? He's, no. He's hiding, man. man he so Brexit. He he oh, no, you know what? I have, actually. Not, like, in person. The other day, I saw something on... YouTube came as, a, as like an advert and he was trying to promote uh, what, what was it doing like online banking or something to do like stock trading oh, don't tell and me Nigel is promoting crypto he, he, something like that yeah, yeah even like he, one Instagram <laughs> influencer <laughs> quick way to make one million pounds <laughs> the yeah, no. he's trying to promote like independent financial whatever like so you can basically hustle for yourself and but he's doing it through a more stock exchange way okay so he's trying to get people to honest get get into the stock into financing and things like that which is interesting so i mean it's, it's kind of what he was saying before i think that was the main reason why he wanted us to leave the uk uh, the uk well i think that too but i think that he wanted us to to leave the EU because he, he feels like financially he wasn't helping us. So now he's done that. He's got he's got a little platform. People know who he is now. He's using that to promote financial independence. That's his new thing, especially in line of you know lockdown and COVID and everything that happened. Yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to the next like whatever it is that's coming. You know, we've had a bit too much this year in the, in the last couple of years. Been wave after wave, man. Wave after wave. Man. Honestly, when people talk about end times, I think this is what they mean. Like for real. <laughs> Lockdown after lockdown, followed by war. I'm only 25, man. <laughs> this is too. It's too much. It's too much. I really lost my hair. <laughs> you know what to do. If you listen to Nigel again, gain that financial freedom. Yeah. Take a trip to Turkey. You're sorted. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm, I'm trying to get there. And you can be on the rocket that goes to Mars when those rich people finally decide to try. For real. Mars Daybreak out here. I'm up for it, man. Just not the first batch. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how it goes. Uh, is that like the vaccine? Yeah. The 50th transport, then I can start. You, you, you were those people in the vaccines who waited till like the like the, the third dose was being administered. You're like, okay, now I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> I got mine even before our age group was being given. It. Oh, oh yeah, because of your work. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got AstraZeneca as I did back then, and then two weeks later they were like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not for your age group, sorry." Hey, I know Muhammad was at home sweating. But yeah, um, going back to like TV shows and stuff. Yeah, I've been watching Bel Air. It's quite good. Yeah, Bel Air has been sick, man. It is a modern day interpretation of The Fresh Prince. It's a soft reboot, but with a more hardline stance. Mm, more dramatical, definitely. Yeah, kept some of the comedy elements, which is great. 
But yeah, it's, it's definitely more dramatised. I mean, the whole scene where he falls into the swimming pool and his crown is floating above him <laughs> and he's trying to... <laughs> that I was... laughing, I can't even laugh. Yeah, that, that, was, that was interesting. It also got me thinking if I had forgotten a lot of the stuff from the previous um, show, or the show it's based on. For instance, Aunt Viv being an artist, I'm not too sure about that. I have to look back, look back and see if she was an artist because I can't remember that. Also, the modernization of certain things, like Jeffrey is a badass. Yeah. Jeffrey? That guy's a criminal for sure. Wow. <laughs> when people started, when body decided to drop, I knew that guy Jeffrey is not to be messed with. Yeah, yeah. Bella is a watch. Is is definitely a watch. I would recommend yeah. it to anyone. Mohammed, you have to get on that. No, first of all, Mohammed, <laughs> I'm hearing that you've not watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The original? No. Ah! Was it not shown in Ghana? I do not recall. I've never heard of <laughs> See, it till he, I came to I heard you say you were looking for stuff to watch. That's, that's the one. Place. That's After the one. Funny Please, enough, my Prince. siblings did watch Fresh Prince, let's say, late 2021. All right. I saw them on Netflix watching it, but... But you thought... I just felt like this has gone past me now, right. man. That's, that would never go point. past. How that would ever be part of the there? culture. What? The original or, yeah, or better? Original. Six seasons? Six seasons. Yeah. yeah, probably like twenty episodes a season. Damn. So they're they're six, six, they're 20 minutes, 20, minutes 120, 120 episodes for twenty minutes each. You got that, man. You can do it. Don't act like that you haven't been watching 2000, Powering Through Anime. Over, that was over two thousand minutes, man. You could. That's that. shorter than a One Piece novel. Or well, manga, sorry. Like all, all the mangas you've been reading for One Piece. That's come on. A season a day. Literally, know, but I'm not one to sit and watch comedy though. And yeah. I feel like most of Fresh Prince is comedy based. But it also covers a lot of really serious things. Yeah, serious serious topics. You know, they try to do it in a comedic fashion, but yeah, it covers a lot. You know, especially like the ongoing theme being race and wealth and, and how that inter that intersection affects a lot of people. You know, it kind of links back to what everyone was griping on about Kim Kardashian this week when she was saying Stop being lazy man. Yeah, stop being lazy. I think that I think that's what I need to do. Man. I need to get off my ass and do work. Yeah. So you can be a millionaire. Yeah. yeah and everyone was like, oh she like can't that, be saying that. It's not part of our tax bracket. But this is a theme that keeps going on and on and on. And I feel like people need to relax. It's not their fault that they're born into what they're born into. And yeah, yes, but we, we are allowed to wait, 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 before you say anything. We are allowed to call them out on certain things. For instance, mm-hmm. when they say their body is completely natural and they have augmented pictures online, I'm all for calling them out on that. However, when you have them saying basic stuff that everyone says on a daily basis, you know, just motivational things, get up, do some work. Okay, it might sound tone deaf because they were born into privilege. It's not their fault that they were born into privilege. No, but here's the thing. If I, if say if I came up to you and I said, "Oh, you need to start eating healthier, man. Like all you're eating is rubbish," and you see me with a bag of chips and a burger, like is that really gonna make sense to you? That's no, but that's different. No, but the thing with Kim Kardashian is like she's saying that the reason why she's rich is because she works hard, which is a fair enough thing to say. But then it's not true. That's not the reason why she's rich. The reason why she she's still rich, works hard. No, I'm not saying she doesn't work hard now. But yeah. That is not why she's rich. 
the reason she's rich is because her mum grinded. Yeah. To make sure she was rich. She's rich because her dad was already rich. She's rich because they were in that kind of wealthy family. She, her mum married, um, what's his name? Chris Jenner. An Olympian at that time. Exactly. Yeah. And very yeah. rich as well. Like, that's not why she became rich. She was rich. She has a lot of, she has good connections, like I said. She, she has a good foundation, which every, I, again, hold on, hold on, I'm agreeing with that. Let me finish. Yeah. She was rich. Then she, her mum grinded with everything that came out with her sex tape and stuff like that. And her mum managed to platform that into them getting their own show. She was hanging around with um, Paris Hilton, so she had those kind of connections already. Then she was able to, her mum was able to <clears> use that to profit off um, keeping up with the Kardashians. Through that, she was able to market herself and her mum was able to market her to do all these different things. She worked hard for those, but that's not the reason why she's rich. So it's not really fair for her to say that anyone can be rich if they just work hard. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, the message is fine enough, but she shouldn't have been the one that was saying it. But this is what I mean. Everyone keeps saying that. She shouldn't have been the one that was saying it. It's the same thing that happened with that girl... Um, Molly May. What's her name? Molly May. Yeah. You know... She admittedly what she said was a bit like uh, same twenty four hours in a day as Beyonce etc etc, but she's not wrong. This is the same stuff that other people are saying. Okay, so you're we're, all saying, you, we're all saying the same. We're all saying this. Hundred percent wrong. She does not have the same. <laughs> she does not have the same twenty four hours in a day as my local crackhead man. She doesn't. I was not expecting that. Oh my god. It's not the same, man. You're right, though. If she's talking purely as a concept of time oh. as an abstract, then yes, it's not the same 24 hours, man. Yeah, your local cracker probably has more because it's, it's faster. And the thing is, she's talking rubbish as well because when oh, she was man. looking for an assistant, she was looking for an assistant that had like a master's degree, but she was only willing to pay them like 18k for their job. Like, if you're saying, like, everyone's got the same 24 hours, all these opportunities, you need to work hard, how can you be offering those kind of jobs and having that kind of... For your master's degree. I did not know this bit. It doesn't equate. Okay. It's interesting. I wasn't aware of this in-depth aspect of it. That's what people have been getting onto her. Like, obviously, she's young as well. Yeah, yeah. She's younger than us, I think. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, I can kind of understand. And to fairness to Molly May as well, Molly May works hard. I'd say, I wouldn't say Molly May should be the person to be saying it, but she should be the person to say it before Kim Kardashian. She did. (laughs) Yeah, she still got it. She still got burned. But that's the thing. She shouldn't have said it, but I'd rather her say it than Kim Kardashian says it. Yeah, it's just interesting how how our metrics work when it comes to wealthy people and the things they say. It's not about being wealthy. It's about being a hypocrite or being incorrect. Like, you can't say one thing when you're not doing that thing. Yeah. I can't tell you to exercise when I'm sitting on my bum. Fair enough. I can't say I just got fit because I was just sitting down when you see me grinding in the gym <laughs> yesterday doing a Magnus. And I'm just saying, yeah, I'm cool. I can't say, oh, all you need to do is just run and get fit when I'm taking all these steroids. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a better comparison. Yeah. Because yeah. all work hard in terms of going gym and all of that, but with. Some of us have only got that natural foundation, but you can think of Kima as being boosted by steroids. <laughs> so now, now, she, now she can't then go and say, "Oh, I can." You can get all the gains I have just by working hard. Hey, did you give me that injection as well? So yeah, his foundation is different. Yo, what line is it gonna kill me? <laughs> but my mother doesn't say anything, and when he talks. <laughs> Oh my god! 
that note, uh, catch you guys in the next section. section dos <laughs> also known as theory of the week what did you just say <laughs> what did you say you said number two you know yeah what did you say bow movement oh god <laughs> i'm carrying on this is funny i'm also known as Theory of the week. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just crossing the T's and dotting the I's. Fair enough. Fair enough. Only a medical practitioner would think like that, but I mean, that's what you are, so it makes sense. Physician associate. I was the theory of the week. Change <laughs> of topics. The theory of the week is wellness. Who knows what wellness is? Well, I mean, everyone has a rough idea, but what do you guys think it is? Being well. Being well. I beg you, please. Is it like looking after yourself through like um, exercise and like um, making sure you're emotionally taking care of yourself as well? Being healthy, stuff like that. Okay. Mohammed, what are you saying? Well, to me personally, it's just a state of being in good health. Okay. Especially as an actively pursued goal. So, actively pursuing being well in yourself, being healthy, and whatever process you take to achieving that is there, encompasses well-being in general. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head, as expected from a medical practitioner. Well done. With the help of Google. (laughs) Did you Google it? Oh my lord. (laughs) That's what you want. Accurate information. Oh my god. (laughs) Everyone who doesn't know what is happening, Mohammed just Googled the answer to the question. The whole point of this is that you you give a rough idea and then I go into more detail. You clearly haven't been listening to the podcast. Yeah, mm. I have actually. You have? Yeah, okay. especially the first episode. Oh, yeah, the one with Josh. All right, so, yeah, basically you've explained it. Wellness is exactly that, but do you know when it began and why it's so popular as it is now? When it began? Yeah, when roughly like that? what year. Do not Google it. <laughs> do you know roughly when it began? Like. I'll- as an industry or just as as an industry, a way of life? well, a bit of both, industry and way of life, but mainly as an industry. When do you, when did it become popular the and put into the mainstream? Mm, I would say it's definitely gained more popularities. Maybe around let's say two thousand and five, but I would say even before that, you had the Olympic lifters, the Arnolds of their time, so. You're thinking more of bodybuilding and fitness. I'm talking about wellness. 
specifically wellness. But I evolved from that, you know? Yeah, but exactly. So, okay, how far back were you going? You said 2005. Yeah. Or the, the era, the era I'll, of I'll, I'll give you the era of TV videos when they used to have what era was that? in Leo Tarson yeah, on TV. Yeah. What I don't era know was what that? Eight, eight, 90s, early 90s or late eight, 80s. Eight, 80s, but again that is all part of it. It, it kind of kept growing from that. Go on, Jonathan. I'd say it must be like quite old to be fair, because that kind of idea of being well or wellness is something we've we must have had it for ages. Like. We've had it since birth. I'm pretty sure, mm. like we as a species, <laughs> we've had it since our inception. However, when do you think it started becoming uh, commercialized, and when was it written down? I'll give you. I'll give each of you one guess, year wise. Jonathan, can you give us like a rough? I would go for eighteen. 96 oh that's kind of specific okay is that right what about you okay um wellness so when it was like written down like yeah. as an actual it's probably going to be like one of those old theories or old like practices so i'll say like yeah like 18 maybe 1700s interesting an argument can be made for all of that for for those years but you guys are so far back it was actually in the 60s. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if you can think back, what was happening during the 60s? What's the 60s really well known for? W- w- what's that like period? Would you say it was a orthodox or alternative period? Alternative. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon's period. I don't know what that means. So explain. <laughs> a history lesson. Orf- I never did history, man. Teach me. <laughs> alternative meaning that's when they were experimenting with things like weed and oh, um crack. crack uh sexual expression was coming a bit more i mean like i think that kind of sprung from the late night from the 20s yeah. 1920s but that kind of um, moved moved up a bit in, in the 60s it really blew up with the hippie culture the hippie culture really affected the 60s and the the west specifically you know a lot of more alternative traditional medicine was coming over to the west okay. and it was becoming more commercially accepted and people were willing to try that a lot more you know so and people were willing to to travel to places like tibet and things like that to, to learn more about them because it was quite interesting and they were yeah it, it was just very much a, an experimental time when you say like um, alternative medicines, is that like, um, could it be like acupuncture and stuff like that? Exactly, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all of that was starting to come, make its way over to the West. Uh, and it was more accepted, should I say, around that time. Obviously, it'd been around before, but mm-hmm. the uh, level of acceptance was definitely getting Beauty up there. Exposure. Yeah, d- during that time period. Yeah, what I've got on here, and do you happen to know who created the the book of wellness there is an actual name for it but I, I, I like to call it i guess the bible of wellness i think that's what most people will call it in as a colloquial way of saying it the bible of wellness do you, you guys happen to know who created it is it something you reckon we'd guess or is it something uh, no nah, i mean it's not something i think i, I, would, I would definitely know some guess. western white guy he, yes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Let's guess. John Smith. No. <laughs> wow. Uh, That's the generic term, the name they use in the books, man. Yeah, definitely. The person who actually came out with with it in the sixties was Albert Doan. Sorry, Doan. Ah, yes, of course. Albert Doan. He came along with his. <laughs> he came this along with his book. Like. What happened? You're just so irritated. Just listen. I'm listening. <laughs> There's no way that's him. He came along with his book in the ninth in nineteen sixty one. The high level, high level when wellness. Sorry, basically the Bible, like I was saying, of wellness, and it became more commercial and became a movement in the seventies, and then commercialized properly in the eighties. Like you were saying about you know, the the age of TV and things like that. So yeah, you know, and and spandex and whatever else. But it it took that long for it to be fully accepted. Oh. And what is wellness what what do you think encompasses it what what is the key you guys already said it's about health and things like that but what what type of approach do you think it takes to health wellness to health it depends i guess on individual basis now if you think about wellness everyone mm-hmm. should have their own definition of wellness yeah but what, what does it encompass physical activity everything right basically Diet, i mean we said it already but it encompasses everything yeah mental mentality mental training meditation everything yeah so and that all comes down to one word holistic okay uh, holistic keyword i used that word in my cv yesterday good <laughs> well then you should have used it today <laughs> Yeah. Holistic approach exactly. to being healthy. And the holistic approach to being healthy is that we regard everything as connected. And the treatment that is given is to the whole person, their entire being. So their mind, their body, their spirit, everything that makes up who they are is treated. Exactly. It's the way forward. So now onto the positives and negatives. We'll start with the positives. What do you think the positives are, Jonathan? Of wellness. Wellness. I think like in theory anyway, all things being well, it makes sure like you look out for everything that could be going wrong with the body or making sure that every part of your body is in good shape. So I think like a lot of the time like some people tend to focus on like the physical aspects of the body but don't look at like the mental strain and stuff that could be having or the um, mental impact that whatever you're doing could have on the body but if you're taking it from a full approach everything's being considered so in theory you should be your body should be in balance like if you're doing well physically you're doing well mentally as well because you're checking both and emotionally and stuff like that Mohammed, in terms of wellness in general obviously on the individual level it gives you that boost generally you're able to go about your daily activities acti- we call the activities of daily living you have less hurdles let's say you're able to go out doing your shopping if you're well if you're unwell you might for example you might find going out of your house difficult so well-being generally for the individual is just help, helping them live through life 
And in terms of general population, if we have a, like a group of people that are generally well in themselves, that decreases a lot of societal burden as well, I guess. For example, we say, let's use the NHS as an example with NHS being at the brink, like we say. And if the population is well in themselves, surely that pressure on the NHS would be decreased would be decreased you'd have less people tr- less people as they called demanding nhs services and then you're able to focus on other aspects of health and well-being so it's just it's a good it's a good thing for the individual and for the society for us to be well yeah actually i i agree with you in theory i in think theory, it yeah. is very good like of everything, I think the practicality of it much harder. Yeah, yeah, definitely quite difficult. And what about the negatives? What do you think the negatives are of that, Jonathan? The negatives of wellness. Um, I'm not sure to be honest. Maybe that it's not necessarily feasible. Like, it's feasible in theory, but maybe it doesn't necessarily work in practice. Just said that. Oh, then I don't know. Well, in, in negative negative terms, what jumps to mind first of all is, you know, let's say the wellness industry. I'm not even going to use the word wellness because they don't use that. But they use fitness industry. Right, It's synonymous okay. to that. Yeah, you're not so, wrong. Yeah. We think of wellness, which is the right way to think of it, but it's now taking fitness. And if you look at fitness as an industry, what do you see when you think of fitness? A lot of fakery. You see a lot of people, a lot of muscle, a lot of toned bodies. Yeah. And that then goes negatively impacting a lot of body image. Body image is more fear. People are striving to achieve the ideal well-being image look. And people getting things that they think will help them get that when actuality, person to person is different. They don't do enough research into it. Also, like, fake products like flat tummy tea and, like, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Which either isn't healthy or just doesn't work. So that's one negative in terms of body image outlook of people in terms of the wellness slash fitness industry something that came up whilst i was researching this that i'd never even heard of before was quite um interesting and it makes logical sense but you wouldn't automatically think of it when you're looking at wellness have any of you heard of the term orthorexia before Mohammed, you might have orthorexia. orthorexia no sounds like anorexia but ortho Sim- yeah, I'm similar. I think what author might be representing. Jonathan? Can you spell it? O R T H O R E X I A. O R T H. Orthorexia. Sounds, sounds like to do with joints. I don't know. No. I don't know. Teach me. <laughs> So, orthorexia. Well, you said, I was trying to break down the word into yeah, yeah. meaning orthopedics. So yeah, yeah, to do exactly. Joints. I, I get it, I get it. And then rexia to do with low body weight and eating disorders. Must so be some kind of eating it, it disorder. Is, it is a disorder. You're not wrong. It is, it is a disorder. Is it it's, like the opposite of anorexia? 
No, because mm. opposite of anorexia is, I guess for men would be bigorexia. What? Is that what it's called? Yeah, bigorexia. When you want to get, when you want to get like really big, because obviously women when they get really thin, and then and uh, uh, bigorexia is when you get when you want to get really muscular. Obviously, you have um, obesity, yeah, but that's not obesity. a that's that's not a direct Indian, correlation. The direct correlation would be uh, bigorexia. But no, this is neither of those things. Actually, orthorexia is defined as unhealthy, as an, sorry, unhealthy obsession with the quality of food. So like focusing on it being like super, super, super healthy. Yeah. Makes sense. See, yeah, it makes logical sense, right? But you wouldn't even think about that when you're looking at it as, as like a negative of wellness. So then going based on that, how would someone with orthorexia source their food they will do what we all do nowadays and this is the big problem with wellness you become very as you were saying how um fitness industry and wellness are synonymous with each other you start to do things like calorie count you start looking at the the uh, whatever the the the, um vitamins in it does does it match what your body needs in a day does it this that You, you you try to look for your five five a day for a fruit Basically, you become so obsessed with health that nothing you do is not within the context of it being healthy. That's okay. basically what orthorexia is. Obsession. Yeah, an obsession with being healthy. Makes sense. You become completely consumed by it, you know, and like with anything, we all know if you become too obsessed with one thing, it has a negative effect, like that guy who died from one little bacteria like coming into his space because he was mad clean he uh, cleaned yeah, everything yeah. and then the tiniest little like germ killed him something that would not affect you or i yeah, sent this guy to the other side but yeah that i would say is the biggest negative of wellness and it's it, it's so insidious because it's taking over all of us i mean i'm guilty of it i calorie count sometimes we're all I, guilty of it yeah. yeah i don't think calorie counting in general is no, I'm saying it's, that's an aspect an of it, though. Of it is... Yeah, it's an aspect of it. Yeah. I think calorie counting is a means to an end. We it's, hope. It's, it's a tool yeah. in our mini arsenal towards chasing our ideal fitness slash well-being goals. It should, yeah, it shouldn't really be a continuous thing, like a long-term thing. But like with everything, you become, people become really infatuated by it and they forget. I mean, I calorie count, but not, not on a daily slash regular basis yeah. most time i would calorie count is when i'm trying to cut down in terms of body weight because this just makes it easier to control my intake and outgoings in terms of calories but other than that i think i've based on that i've gained an appreciation for portion size yeah. so in more time i would gauge the food based on i and be like oh i've got my little serving of rice maybe with my protein sauce my vegetable you, you look at a gauge here you, you my get my biggest it. thing i think of wellness is i've actually like a lot of it you know i've taken it on board for instance i'm not drinking anymore you know and things like that so it's i'm, it's, proud. I'm <laughs> proud of that man. thank you this was part of it and then you've got the whole going back to just what you're told every day in school basic three meals a day don't snack you know things that as you grow up you kind of take for granted but it's true 
if you have your three square meals a day and you don't snack and you do what you're supposed to do, you should be all right. You don't necessarily have to go to the gym, you, you know, just be healthy. Just, you know, occasionally go for a run. Just do basic stuff. Don't, don't always get the, always get on the train, go, go get in the car. I don't you know. agree with the three meals a day. You don't? Nah. I think it's a basic principle in terms of yeah, wake up, eat, lunchtime, eat, yeah. dinner, eat, no snacking. But how realistic is that in terms of, let's say you wake up, go to work, <laughs> you're running late for work you don't have breakfast are you now not gonna have anything till lunch it's like when they used to say like um do you know how they used to say breakfast is the most important meal yeah. of the day yeah but like really and truly it depends on like it's only true back then because a lot of them used to like work the fields or do like a lot of manual labor so yeah they that yeah makes sense to do the work or but when they say don't eat after 8 p.m yeah or 6 p.m or having five a fruits a day because that, that that one's the worst one to me i, I can't do that five fruits a day every day i nah, just man. struggle with an apple and a banana you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh man on that note, overall, what do you guys think? Final thoughts on wellness? Positive or negative overall? No, Mohammed? it's definitely a positive, man. We need to be well. Even if we don't approach it as a holistic point of view, for example, being holistic in chasing wellness is really difficult and I have not achieved that. I don't think any of us have achieved that. Yeah, no. In terms of looking after our mental health, physical health, and other aspects of our well-being. We are just chasing the physical at the moment. And that goes a long way in terms of preventing other conditions, diseases down the line. Down the yeah. line. Like we are all, all of us here are Afro-Caribbean. We need to stay active. Mm. We are higher rates of hypertension, diabetes, etc. So that is a positive. If we chase well-being, that can only go towards mitigating our risk factors of developing that in later life so for me it's definitely a positive nice jonathan yeah i agree i'd say i wouldn't say that it should be taken in moderation but maybe like you said it shouldn't be taken to the extreme like there are limits like there's limits with everything because you you still need to live your life as well like you have to be able to enjoy your life you can't just micromanage every single part of it just to make sure that you're doing something that you think will make you better because it just won't work yeah, I think the main thing with wellness for me is that make sure you're doing it for yourself and not because society sort of forced you into it or you see a lot of people doing it and you're like, oh, okay, I want... Yeah, have inspirational uh, ideals, I guess, but don't focus on them. Don't let them consume you so much to the point where you lose yourself in them. Yeah. is the main thing is what I guess everyone's trying to say. All right, and on that note, I will see you guys all on the third section. Peace. Welcome back to the third installment, Numero Tres. Part three. That too. After the short <laughs> advertisement. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, we need sponsors, man. 
hopefully Spoiler one day us. yeah hopefully I'm, I'm i'm trying to source that like one day you know hopefully the next i don't Maybe know man. Once got manscaped manscaped <laughs> <laughs> He's a sponsor um, everywhere now, man. It's true. Or Shark. If I was if I was in America, it would be um Dollar Shave Club, oh, or, or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, um, sponsors pending. In the meantime, what do you guys know about homeopathy? Oh, sorry, the section is also known as social commentary. There we homeopathy. go. Homeopathy. Oh. It's alternative medicine, isn't it? So that's why I think anyway when I think homeopathy. Jeez. Uh it's not alternative medicine. You're close though. Well it's it's not tra- it's not your traditional medicine. No, it's, it's not. An, it's an alternative medicine where instead of for example, I've got a headache, I might go to a doctor or someone to give me paracetamol for a headache or something. And homeopath would rather search I mean, natural for natural what they would deem natural solutions to the headache i guess that's what i think when i think homeopathy yeah on here it says complementary but i think you are right because complementary and alternative. alternative are quite interchangeable at least yeah within the context of like medicine and stuff but yeah it's defined on here as a system in which uh, ailments are treated by different substances and doses, minor substances and doses, mm. or natural substances. So what whatever makes you feel good, <laughs> basically. But when I was looking like, at he- homeopathy, so so, like literally whatever. Yeah. So like, if you had a headache, you could eat like chocolate. No, yeah. not really. I would just say okay, but cho- chocolate isn't gonna make you like give you feel good because chocolate has caffeine in it. But like they'll they'll still have some <laughs> like an induced yeah yeah exactly. They'll still have some level of realism. I feel like homeopaths as a practice possibly have their set like principles in terms of what treats what. So if you go to a homeopath with like stomachache or something, they might have a set protocol for what they. Make you follow to treat that stomachache, and that would do with like natural herbs or maybe <laughs> I don't know steam inhalation or stuff stuff like that that all come under the umbrella. Right. Okay. So the reason I spoke about homeopathy because I wanted you to be on that mindset. I mean, we already well were with like wellness and things like that, but this is all keeping you in that headspace. The real thing I wanted to actually get onto is spiritual healing. Yeah. Now, My as starts with the triangle, triangle, square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, as a, a social topic, spiritual healing has been used to heal so many things. I mean, people can even, like, even... Uh, uh, sexuality I mean I'm not going to go into too much of that but like you know praying the gay away and all that sort of stuff but also people use it for like you know if we pray enough you know you can heal like a broken arm or something you know like <sighs> this is where it, it, it gets a bit controversial but I, I I don't understand how people can do that with with all seriousness Before, in terms of spiritual healing yeah, like you, you guys are both quite, you know, spiritual. Muhammad, you're a Muslim. Jonathan, you're a staunch Christian. 
I would say I'm more spiritual than anything. I I believe in relig um, God and things higher beyond power. the higher power. Religious aspects of it, questionable. But I still, you know, I, I have faith, let me put it that way. But when it comes to things like this, I get very, very, like, oh, it irks me so much. Like, I get the, what the young people do is we're called the ick. I get the ick. That's understandable. Yeah. When most people are doing it, I feel like they're definitely lying. Like, do you know when you've got, like, I'm assuming we're talking about the same thing where you have, like, someone in a wheelchair and the guy grabs their legs. Stand and they stand up, like... I think it's possible that it could, like... Is it? That it could be a thing. But I don't think most of those people that are film themselves healing people to get them to stand up and stuff like that are actually healing people it's more or less fake really as a, as like, i think it could be happening it could be possible to do it but i don't think those people are doing it so as a muslim believing in like the oneness of allah and his almighty everything is possible by his grace mm. so i'm not going to say that all is bs however in terms of spiritual healing when an ailment befalls you, I put my trust first and foremost in Allah. So I would pray to be better. All right, okay. Alongside that, I also know that Allah put all of us humans on this earth. He's created doctors, which who I can also go and see. So I, also, I would also go and see my doctor. What can you do to help me with this ailment? And that's where I think your level of religion is different to the point I'm trying to make. I agree with what you're saying. That I can get behind. Is when people put all their faith in faith healing, that's where I get... So they don't see the doctors at all? For real. I, know, I don't think Islam would be too... Uh, I don't... Uh, I'm not a scholar. Yeah. I'm not like an Islamic scholar. But I don't think Islam teaches that you shouldn't see a doctor if you're ill. Yeah, and you put your trust in Allah mm -hmm. and he would he can he will heal you. He can he ultimately determines the path and course of your illness. But he's also giving you tools for you to utilize such as doctors for you to seek their help and advice as well. So for me I don't say it's don't fully go on that spiritual Thing. Although you can't do it, but Allah has given you tools, why not utilize them? What are you going to say, Jonathan? I was going to say, like, I feel like a lot of the time it's people that twist doctrine to kind of suit their own methods, so like, or they misinterpret doctrine a lot of the time. So they'll read something like, for example, in the Bible, you've got like Jesus and you've got disciples and many other people doing all these miracles, so they're like, if they can do it in the Bible, like I can do it, or my pastor, or my reverend, or my whatever can do it. And if he's saying that he can do it, I believe he can do it. And if he's saying that I don't need to go and see doctor, whoever down the road, or go to the hospital after I broke my leg, I believe it because it can happen. And what I saw him on a video telling someone to stand up, and it must be true. Like, I think a lot of people put their devotion into or their faith into people rather than putting it into like for example god where they should be putting it they put it onto like the pastor because they like see the pastor do exactly like and it kind of like warps their faith or it warps their understanding of what their faith should be and like i'm assuming what you're saying is like there's all these people that say like 
Do you know, like, do you know when COVID came out, like, a lot of people were saying they're not going to get the vaccine. And, like, if you don't want to get it, like, that's your own reason. But yeah. if you're saying that you don't want to get it because you don't believe God would want you to get it because you believe that God would just heal you if you got COVID, that's it. Exactly. Like yeah. what you said, like, you put your faith in God first, but God provides all these different things, all these different avenues for us to be able to get there. We should use them and make use of them. No, I agree with you. Uh, I agree with everything you said. I think the two things that I remember, I've, I once knew someone who, and this is like her parents, everyone like back this, I don't know why. Uh, she was visually impaired like myself, mm-hmm. but she didn't wear glasses. Now, I don't know how, because I know glasses don't really help some people who are visually impaired. I'm, I'm fully aware of that. However, in her case, I think it would have. But she didn't, and her parents and her logic was that God would heal her eyes. And I was just like... And obviously you can't say anything to her or her family because that's their, their way of thinking. They're very religious. But in the back of my head, I'm really... Like, I struggled so much to understand what was going on around me. And this is like when I was 14 or something. I'm you thinking... I'm, like, like, I'm 14 and this is how like I'm thinking. You're fully grown adults... And you're letting this slide. What's I mean, going I, on? I would struggle in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although some people, have, in terms of glasses and visually impaired, some people are quite misjudged thinking, oh, if you wear glasses, your eyes are not then able to adapt naturally for you to come out of that visually impaired stage, which mm. is a backwards way of thinking. The glasses is a tool for you to help you. But some people believe if you wear glasses, you become reliant on it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your eyes does not adapt to try and get better. I mean, I, 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 I get I get that thought process. It kind of makes warped sense. I You know, I can sort of get behind that. But that's not the reason why they didn't give her the glasses. <laughs> they just said God would heal her eyes. I was like, are you okay? You know, I, I'm really thinking about this. Um, I, 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 oh man, I really, I sit down. And I just think about it sometimes. I'm just like, I hope she's all right. You know, because for real, like she's probably wearing glasses yeah, now. She's not. They changed. Oh, she's not. Dead. She's not. Um, How old is she now? If I'm 25, probably she'd around probably be, She's older. She's older than me. So if I'm 25, 28. She's probably yeah. I'll say 28, she, maybe 29. She glasses. No. Yeah, it's what I mean. It's it's I I don't get it. I can't understand that. And then like you say, the the other thing, where people don't go for like medication. I think going to like the the negatives of I would say faith based healing is where people stop themselves. That you guys are saying from going to get treatment. The the one that gets me the most is when someone has cancer and they say they're not going to get any sort of radiotherapy or anything I, I get if it was if they were saying it was because of oh sorry chemotherapy if they were saying it's because of like the side effects and stuff i'd get that but no they were saying it's like religious reasons like god would heal me if i pray enough you know and they go and they uh, uh, and people feed off of this like they go to all these faith camps and they really pray like they, they pray to say and then they pass away like there's some cases where it does work, but I don't know how that works. If it's because the, the stage of cancer that they were at wasn't that high. And then through just living a good life and because they were already in that mindset and they were more aware of it and they were, you know, they were praying, you know, 
they kind of cured themselves through just living a better life. Mm-hmm. That I can I can potentially get behind. It's it's a logical. I know not everything is logical, but I can get behind the logic of that explanation. You don't need to make logic out of spirituality. Mm. Spirituality does not seek you to be logical. It's it's faith. No, I faith, I, I, faith, faith. <laughs> I don't know. So it's not it's not something to do with logic yeah. in terms of spirituality and faith. So I can put my hundred percent trust in Allah when in that situation. But again, I would personally would have gone also for chemo. But then you could have someone with cancer with someone might have cancer and never know it and would have been cured before they were even diagnosed. Imagine. And you never know. We know we don't know. So in terms of that it's it's a tricky one. But when it comes down to it, nothing is beyond unless we it. Okay. But then you you yourself it's interesting because even though you said nothing is beyond allows you know, range, you would still go and get the medication because you justify that within the context of Allah has given that knowledge to us to help us heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. But there are people who would say exactly the same thing that you said pretty much, but take out the context of Allah has given us this. They would say, man has done this. Man has twisted whatever. That's what makes us individuals. Wait, say that again, man has twisted the the knowledge that Allah has given us and actually that cure that you're talking about isn't the cure it's of shaitan or something oh, like that I see you're saying. yeah um, yeah sorry I would I wouldn't know how to respond to them to be fair but <laughs> it's, everyone has their everyone takes their choice at the end of the day we are all responsible for our health so mm. as do what I need to do to be healthy. Mm-hmm. They do what they need to do to be healthy, but I would recommend they seek professional advice alongside their spirituality. Be like saying that you're not gonna eat because God's gonna keep you sustained. Yeah. Like there's a reason that there's food on the planet. There's a reason that there's air. I'm not gonna I'm gonna hold my breath because <laughs> I will be able to survive because God will keep yeah, me alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting to me when people nitpick things like that, and you know, like I said that. I'm 50-50 on faith-based healing, uh, or maybe 60-40. I, I do agree with what you're saying, you know, about faith not being hard. You can't really quantify it, you know, and how it affects someone. As a psychologist or budding psychologist, someone who studies psychology, I would look at the mental aspects of that and how faith affects someone's psychology, Which and we all know that psychophysical effects happen. So if you have some sort of mental lapse, it can affect your physical being if you have a mental positive dopamine overdose <laughs> or increase. It will also put placebos, have a man. pardon. Placebos. Yeah, and there's yeah exactly and the placebos, and it will positively affect your being. So I, I don't completely rule it out. I just find it hard to believe that the way people twist it, like you're saying, Jonathan, it comes. It's just very very. Um, interesting complicated and also sorry just want to say as well like there's a fine line between trusting that god will be able to heal you and testing god like mm, i'm not going to do this yeah. because i know you will do this like yeah yeah 
then again, I feel like this conversation is missing another person who is of that mind frame. Yeah. Because I cannot put myself in their shoes at the moment. So I would, I'm not able to think what might cause them to do that. But yeah. What what got me thinking about all of this was I was watching a movie or the review of a movie. Have you ever guys ever heard of The Devil All the Time? It's a, nope. it's a Tom Holland film. And in it, there's a preacher who... Is it a horror movie? No, no, no. no. <laughs> 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 so, I know, because of the name, no. no it's, it's more of a thought-provoking film, in my opinion. It's about, you know, religion and human nature and stuff like that. Oh, is it like... Um, it was like a big church and you got that... This pre- I think I have heard yeah. yeah. So there was one specific scene where the preacher, at least the first one, covered himself in... I think it was not spiders. They're poisonous, not spiders. What's the other thing that are poisonous? Scorpions. Scorpions, thank you. That's the one. You sure Scorpion king. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, listen. Scorpion king. <laughs> you were thinking. <laughs> he covered himself in scorpions to prove that he wouldn't get bitten, bitten. because God would protect him. Did he get bitten? Eventually, yeah. He, he did loads of different things. So he kept on, like, is that whole thing you were saying about testing God? He kept on doing things because he was like, I am God's chosen one. Oh, okay. You know, like, I'm one of the, the, the faithful ones. You know, he he, he did he starved himself for a while. He did this, he did that. Yeah, it, it was... Watch the film. It's quite... It's, it's interesting. I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a waste of time. <laughs> no, there were other things that happened in the film besides that. But that was just the thing that jumped out at me because, obviously... People out there in the world, especially I would say the Bible Belt in America and then obviously some parts of Africa where people are extremely religious or Africa, Afro-Caribbean countries. I don't know. In the end, do we, are they putting their trust in God or in the faith leader? I, I feel like a lot. No, because he, he was a pastor. He's not. He's, he was putting his trust in yeah, God. but some of these people become almost like cult leaders. Yes. Yeah. Where yeah. the person then almost tries to attain godlike status where mm. the followers then have to put their ultimate trust in him yeah. when he himself as we all are is flawed yeah it becomes a pride thing 100% so on that note final thoughts faith based healing yay or nay yay alongside seeking professional advice okay Jonathan? Yay, but I'm sceptical in most of the things that I've seen. Fair enough. I think I'm I'm in line with both of what you just said, so yeah. And lastly, anyone want to plug in their socials? No. <laughs> Come on, Mohammed, you got Instagram. Yeah. Come on. I like to remain anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe okay. One day. Jonathan. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> Compose thyself. Yeah, go on. Um, what's my Instagram? Uh, Cyrus J H underscore. If you guys want to check me out, yeah, that's it. Um, wow. I've got TikTok. Um, if you want to check me out, uh, <laughs> Otaku underscore Gains. Gains with a Z. Yeah. Catch him TikToking. Okay, that was a dead joke. So <laughs> what? What do you do on TikTok? <laughs> you TikTok, you know? <laughs> It wasn't a joke. It was a statement of fact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, catch me 
<laughs> unsober underscore times. That is sober underscore times on TikTok and Instagram. Cheese. And OnlyFans. Don't forget. Yeah. Trench code OnlyFans time. If you know, you know. Trench code underscore sober times underscore tour. For toe pictures. <laughs> All right. And his don't lie by Shakira. <laughs> Catch him dancing to that on his OnlyFans. And on his secret TikTok account. I think he's stopped recording. <laughs> I think it's still playing. Alright then. Speak to you guys later and see you on the next season of the podcast. By the way, it's twenty pound a month for his soon <laughs> to go up in light of inflation. Also which will be um focusing on ethics for the theory of the week will be ethics. And that'll be the theme. We we all to be ethics and like the different aspects. Yeah, question around that thing. Right. And the social commentary will be to do taboo topics, such as the ones we kind of touched on today. 